Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want you to blame anything else but the negative on this show. Hey, what's going on? You're being casting over another Black Man's uh, Mental Health Podcast. Uh, so, today what I'm going to talk about, what I'm going to talk about, you know what, this is a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Um, it's Black Men's Mental Health compared to white men's mental health in our society. And I think this is a very interesting subject because I think there's so obvious differences on how our society treats a black man compared to how society treats a white man when it comes to mental health. So one of the obvious things I'm going to talk about is let's talk about, um, let's talk about, let's talk about the media. I think this is something I've touched upon probably every single podcast I think I've touched upon this but um let's talk about that um at the end of the day I, I think it's really a shame how the media treats black men compared to white men when it comes to comes to mental health um when a black man does something as far as criminal right um they blame it on us being thugs they blame it on us being hoodlums a uh, product of a single ho- uh, parent household, raised in the inner city, um, toxic masculinity, um, aggressiveness, um, bitterness, um, um, laziness, not wanting to get a job, so we have to convert to being thieves or criminals. Um, when we rape women, it's because we are just overly sexual. Um, you know, we're just sexual demons. Um, you name it, every single term in the book to demonize us when it comes to anything we do that is negative. Not saying that, you know, we should have a, a pass on it, I'm just saying. So at the end of the day, whatever we do is always demonized in the public. Now, when a white man does something, it is mental health. He was schizophrenia. He had a, a, a bad upbringing. Um, you know, let's not mess up his future opportunities. Um, case in point, there was a guy. That I think he was a swim star or a track star. I think he was a swim star. I, I don't know. One thing about my podcast, I'm not here to. I'm not. I'm not here to. I'm just giving, just thought. So, uh, if if I'm wrong about it, you know. Feel free to quote me, right? I don't care. But there was a case of a college guy that was um, that that raped a girl. Um, she was drunk, and they caught him. I think they were by the trash bin, and he was having sex with her. She was drunk. Some guys ran him off, caught him. He got arrested. So he went to court, and the judge actually said, I am, you know, I'm afraid this might affect his future. So they, they, they pretty much gave him a slap on the wrist. Now, not saying that rape in 
any color or 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 or, or gen, uh, gender is acceptable. It's not or race. It's not acceptable. But a black man goes to court for rape. Oh, you dog, you deviant, you're a predator. You know what I'm saying? You get the maximum sentence. They were afraid about this kid's future. And how many white men go to court, young boys go to court, and they get the understanding of the court? Like, I'm not even, see, the thing is like this. I don't have to sit here and quote different cases when it's just reality. We all know it. We see it on news almost every day. The court is very lenient on a black man, on a white man. But black men, oh, no. We don't have mental health issues. You know, shoot and then say, oh, man, he probably had a problem, you know. Now, I know those people out there saying, well, there's a lot of white men that got, gets killed by cops and, and unfit. Yeah, and that's true. That is definitely true. But at the end of the day, we are railroaded more. Like, there's always exception to the rule. There's always the majority of the time, okay? When I say majority of the time, that means more than 50% of the time, and that's a problem. You know what I mean? Um, and it's sad because as a black man, I have to deal with the stereotypes. So no matter what I do, you know, I, I deal with even at home with my wife. You know what I'm saying? And and I know she loves me. I know she's there for me. But I deal with her looking at my mental health problems as a problem. You know, some days you have your days. Like, I've had, like, like I, I this is real. The last few days was rough for me. You know what I mean? I was really going through it. A lot of the guilt, the pain, the hurt was really running through me the last few days. You know what I'm saying? And... I had to get through it, you know, and uh, I could see my wife when she sees me, she looks at me and she wants me. It's like she saw this one strong, powerful man that's been broken. And what a woman doesn't understand is that a man is more emotional than a woman. And let me explain. I know what you're talking about women right now. See, women are raised to go through heartache and pain. That's what they see in the media. They see heartache and pain. They see that, you know, you get with a guy, he'll hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be real. How many see how women jump back? Like, one minute, oh, I love you so much. Then the next, you know, a month later, she's with another dude. Three months later, I'm getting married. You know what I'm saying? A man, when he is broken, he is broken. A black, especially a black man, because we love our women hard, especially our black women. We love them hard. So when she does something to betray that, it breaks us down. It just strips the, the floor underneath us. And our reaction is, you know, depression, anxiety, you know, a lot of different things comes from it. Now, I'm not saying that a woman needs to walk on eggshells with her man because I'm, I'm not saying that. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, it's because of women, black women, guys have mental, black men have mental. No, not at all. But what I'm saying is that we need to understand that as black men, what our trigger is. And once that trigger happens, there's no understanding for that trigger. You know, we can't go through heartache and pain. We can't go, we can't go through the motions like a woman goes through when they break up or when they're hurt. But see, a white man can. See, the thing is, a, our society views white men's weakness as a 
step to being better. Like, oh, he's down now, but you know what? He's going to have a bright future because once you get through this, you'll be better. A black man goes through mental health. It's, you know what? You're, you're not used. You're, you're done. Go to jail. Um, you're lazy. You know, our views of black men and white men in our country is so different. Like, I'm not allowed to fail. I'm not allowed to be weak. Even now, after after my breakdown, I see that there's a difference in tone of how people talk to me. Because, see, it's, oh, is he going to fall again? Can I trust him? Is he going to crack again? And maybe that's just my perception. Maybe that is. Maybe everybody doesn't see. But for my, but my, but you know, let's let's talk about our society. Now is how we feel and how things look. You know, say that doesn't even apply to us. You know, oh, you're crazy. You're thinking, of, but you know, I feel that right now everybody's waiting for me to fail because I showed a sign of weakness. See, a white man could fail, but see, they're waiting for the triumphant return. Tim Allen. Downey Jr., all these white men actors that had passive of, of mental breakdown, drug abuse, things like that. Everybody's loving their, their triumphant return. But a black man falls. Nobody's rooting for him. They still saying Chris Brown, the woman beater. Jay-Z, the drug dealer. These guys overcame their past. Of course, all that has to do with mental uh, illness. You know, Chris Brown had an anger problem. Why? You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to talk about why he had an anger problem. What happened? You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z was raised in the hood. Anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Depression. Probably he go through all of that. You know what I'm saying? But nobody cares about that. You know what I'm saying? He's still a drug dealer. You know, or Beyonce's uh, ex-drug dealer husband. This guy's a billionaire. But we, but he still can't. Nobody's saying, oh, ex-drug, uh, ex-drug user, uh, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. No, they're not saying, you know, ex-convicted felon Tim Allen. No, they're not doing any of that. Because, see, in America, as a black man, you don't have a second chance. You fuck up one time, you're done. They don't care about you. They don't care about your recovery. They don't care about your come up. No, they don't care about your rebound. No, because at the end of the day, once a thug, always a thug. Once a drug dealer, always a drug dealer. Once a mental health person, always. It doesn't matter. It, there's no redemption for you as a black man. But there's redemption for white men all the time. And that's how the media portrays it. Let's bring it back. That's how the media portrays it. The media never never labels white men and the stuff they did in the past. You're like, well, can I actually talk about criminals? You're talking about drug use. What's the guy do mental? It's mental because this is the imagery that's put to us and messes with our anxiety, knowing that yo, we cannot mess up. Because when we mess up, society does not give us a second chance. They don't give us excuses. White men get excuses all the time. A white. I mean, let's be honest. The freaking kid mur mass murdered a whole church, and they took him out for Burger King. I get pulled over for weed 
And they beating my ass and taking me to jail. I ain't getting no damn Burger King. White people could storm the Capitol. That was majority white men storm the Capitol. If that was a bunch of black men at the Capitol, we would have been shot. Look at the Black Panther Party. There are people still in jail, rotting away because of that. I saw something funny yesterday, um, the story of White Boy Rick. Um, White Boy Rick, if you don't know the past, it was a, it was this young kid, 14, 15, 16, that pretty much was an FBI informant for a while. Then pretty much they whitewashed their hands of him, and he started to sell drugs, and then because of the city... You know, they framed him. Well, not framed him, but, you know, they just really uh, threw the book at him for some crazy laws, had him in jail for life, whatnot. So they do a documentary on him, right? So everybody's crying about white boy Rick. He should be out on parole. And I'm, I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, wow. And it's, I guess in Detroit, there's a whole bunch of black people that run it, and they have this thing, so they kept them in, blah, 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 blah. So whatever. And I was just, you know, looking at the documentary about, oh, so unfair. He should be out, blah, blah. And I'm saying, like, wow. Now, granted, for the story of what it is, I mean, you know, it's tragic. He should have, they should have let him out. He shouldn't be non-violent offender. Shouldn't have been in jail for twenty-nine years for it. I, you know, I get it. But when you look at it in hindsight, you say, where are all the these white people fighting for these black people that are in jail since the '60s and the '70s that were? part of Black Panther Party you were framed and still in jail. Why aren't they fighting for that? I believe there was a gentleman, um, I just saw, saw the headlines, one of the Black Panther activists, he died in jail after, what, 30 years in jail, something like 29 years in jail, 30, 40 years. He was in there since, since then, and he died in jail. Now, how many of our black men are in jail right now for a crime they didn't commit or or because or in jail with ridiculous sentences for stupid crimes nobody's fighting for that i don't see no documentary on that i don't see no documentary of those those of those I, I guess you call them political prisoners So, you know, I don't see that. So at the end of the day, you know, it, it's it's just a sad contrast between what is and what isn't, you know. So it's just a real sad contrast. And it's sad that that's the way our society is. So let's talk about another aspect of being a black man. Let's talk about our sisters culturally, within our culture. I see every day on my timeline bashing of black men. Black man ain't this, black man ain't that. Our brothers ain't there for us. All the time. 
they ain't no good. They play the imagery, the videos they share, all that. You know, um, and it's just horrible. You know, it's one thing for us to battle out there against other races and stuff like that, but to have to battle it within our own races, truly sad. Is a truly sad, sad fate. And I look at some of these timelines and I'm like, wow. Because to be an idea black man for our sisters is unattainable. I have to make a lot of money, look good, have a big dick, but have a whole bunch of time for her. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. It's an unattainable measure that a woman, a black woman wants from a black man. But when she dates a white man, it's okay. He works, he's corporate, all that stuff. But me, you know, I don't have enough. I don't have, I don't, I'm not good enough. It's like they want us to be perfect. They say they don't want us to be perfect, but they do. They want a black man to be perfect. But then when he's weak, they want to leave. Now, I'm not saying this is all our sisters. I'm not saying this is all black women, so don't get me wrong. But from what I see in my timeline, it is a problem. The idea of the perfect black man to marry. It's, and, and then... The problem is, too, is that most of them aren't bringing anything to the table. They want you to bring everything to the table and live on, on and eat off that table, but what are they bringing? And that's the sad part about it. I see all these women, most of the women, they, they're, they're, they are single mothers um, that are asking. See, there's two types of women that I see. I see the, the one that has a whole bunch of skeletons and baggage. They got two, three kids, one, two, three kids, whatever. It doesn't matter the amount of kids, right? Had a whole bunch of failed relationships, but, one, but, but complain about there's no good men out there. Then you have the woman that the only reason she wants a man is to get married. Her dream is to get married, which I think is completely flawed. Like at the end of the day, it's like you don't want me. You're not, you're not looking for a man to love. And fall in love with. You're looking for a man to fulfill that idea of that marriage. It's not my fault if you didn't get that idea of marriage with your baby father or your ex or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's not my fault. I want to. I want a woman to love me for me, and then we go to be married. But if your idea of I want to be married, but the thing is, you want to be married, but do you think about what it is to be? A wife. See, this is the thing. And let's get back to the subject because I think there's a whole other topic that I think maybe my next podcast will be on. You have to accept the man for who he is. His weaknesses as well. When a man has... It's okay for us to accept you for your anxiety, your depression, your, your mental health and what's going on with you. But it's not okay for you to accept us for that. And that's the problem. So within our culture, we're even demonized. Oh, yeah, all these guys are players, they're dolls. Are, and that, that's a beat down on us. And women don't understand that is a constant beat on us. 
Because when you look at it in a relationship, the woman holds all the power. She controls when she, when, if she wants to have a kid. She's the one that gets the money when, you know, you know if, if she needs support for her child. You know, I mean, it's all, the, I mean, it's really one side. And that's how this systematic racism happened, where they made it one side for a woman to not need a black man. So at the end of the day, you hold all the power. But then you get a man and you want him to hold all the power for you. But then when he fucks up, you're done. Like, you know, for, you know, if I get a divorce, I'm leaving. I'm the one leaving the house. I'm going. She's not. She's the one that's gonna have the kids. I'm not. Even down to uh, even down to pregnancy, man and woman have sex. She gets pregnant. She's the one that decides whether she keeps it or not. And then you know what they tell us? Well, you shouldn't have been had unprotected sex. So I'm wrong. Like that's how society. Like we're the ones causing women to get pregnant. Like we're raping chicks and saying, "Yo, take my seed." Like like it wasn't a mutual thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, literally, women put the blame on getting pregnant on the guy. He got me pregnant. Did he rape you? That's my always my second question. Like, my first question, did he rape you? No. Okay. Did he, like, you know, did he trick you and take the condom off during sex? No. Then how did he get you pregnant? Like, like even that tone in our, in, in our culture tells you that, a man is wrong. He got me pregnant. He don't want to take responsibility for his kid. Now, don't get me wrong. You both did it. You knew. I mean, let's be honest. You could have took some responsibility at, at, on your end and said, you know what? I know that I was irresponsible. I'm letting him shoot up the club. I'm going to go get this morning after pill. Because I don't know this dude like that, or we're not at that level where I could say he's not gonna be there for me and the baby. So let me go get a morning after pill. Like let's—I mean, you know—let's be real. Let's be a hundred percent real. You know what I'm saying? People gonna say, "Well, you can wear a condom." Nobody want to wear that shit. Let's be real. Nobody want to wear that shit. Nobody wants to do that. So let's be real. So if you like the raw dog sex, you like it when a man's you know shooting up the club. You like that feeling. That is cool. But. Where's the responsibility for the woman? It's always on the man. He got me pregnant. He's a deadbeat bat in the law. Where's the responsibility when it comes to the woman? Where's the responsibility to say, hey, let me go, you know, be on birth control? Oh, it messes me up. It makes me feel, all right, cool. Well, go get the morning after pill. Like, where's the responsibility of both ends? Like, I have no say when a girl goes to abortion. Even, even if I'm like, baby, you know, I'm going to be there. I want a child. Let's do this. Oh, no, I, I, I can't do this to me. It's always on her. Oh, no, I'm going to have this baby no matter what. It's always her choice. It's never. We're responsible for it. But it's her choice. That's what it is. Like, we're the ones that cause all the problems for women's life. You know what I'm saying? I love too hard. He hurt me. This black man hurt me. This guy hurt me. Blah, blah, blah. Statistically, relationships mess up no matter what race it is. You know what I'm saying? It's the same. Men fuck it up sometimes. Women fuck it up sometimes. But but in a black society, we're always the one demonized. Like, for example, Jada Pickett Smith. Like, they, like let's say it was a reverse and, and, and Will Smith had an entanglement with somebody, with a friend. Let's say Will Smith had an entanglement with a friend. 
Like, let's be, let's look at this. Let's look at for what is. Let's let's look. I think Will Smith and Jada Pickett is the perfect example of the bullshit when it comes to black men that we get. Let's say Will Smith had a, a girl that they welcomed into their, a younger girl that they welcomed into their home. Right? That they that was friends with their kids, friends with them, right? Young guy, young girl. And then Will and Jada was having problems. They separated and Will started fucking that young girl. Or have an entanglement. Every black woman be like, yo, Will's a dog. He's a dog. He ain't shit. He's a dog. He, you know, blah, blah, blah. How could he do that to Jada? Blah, 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 blah. That's that that would be the narrative. Will's a dog. Oh, he probably was fucking her before. How can you gonna do that? That's dirty. This a friend. Blah, blah. Oh my god, Will Smith will be canceled. But Jada does it. Oh, you know, Will should have been messing up. He probably was cheating anyway. I would have fucked Jade. Uh I'll see the two. You see his dick. All this shit. But that's the that's our culture. Our culture is meant for the man to always be the bad guy regardless of what he do. So how does that relate to mental health? If you are vilified all through your life, how does it that affect your mental? I wake up, I'm vilified. I go to sleep, I'm vilified. I look at TV, I'm vilified. I Everything I do, I'm the villain. Every damn thing I do, I'm the villain. These women can sit out here and 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 fuck two, five, six dudes on their man, and they went, "Oh, you know, girl, you know, he should have been doing what he had to do, so that's what happened." Blah blah. blah. Should have been taking care of home. I go do that. Oh, you a dog? You dirty? How you gonna do that? To I mean, seriously, that's how it is within our culture. So no matter what we do, we are the villains. Our story never ends with us being the heroes. Our black women always, I know this one girl that freaking was doing a whole bunch of shit. I mean, I mean, she was escorting. She was doing all of this stuff. Craziness. And now she's, I believe, a flight attendant and she is doing great in life. And that's okay. Her past is okay. It's fine. Let me have done that. Let me be an ex-crackhead. And that would be my label. Yo, man, ex-crackhead, Casanova Williams. I mean, but that's what it is in our society, especially within our culture. You know, media kills us, and then our own culture kills us. Now, I want to make this clear. This is not... There were there were subjects of rules. I'm not saying that there that at the end of the day there isn't a black man that hasn't survived and come up and done good for himself. And, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying all black women are I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that as a black man, this is my reality. Now you could disagree all you want, and that's fine. That's fine. You have the right to do that. But see. When you disagree with my reality, then see, that's the problem. Because now you're telling me I'm wrong. Like, I can't speak about everybody's reality. I can speak about my reality and what I see. 
So I appreciate everybody listening to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, you could check me out on the website, blackmenmentalhealth.com, where you can get this podcast and the rest of my podcast. Uh, definitely go to the Culture Play, uh, cultureplay.com slash blackmensmentalhealth, and listen to that. Go to castlewilliams.com, where you can check out this podcast and other podcasts I have as well. I'm um, talking about different things and all that stuff. I have 15, I have the five, uh, minute advice, which we like five minutes, but minute advice podcast and different podcasts that I have, and you can listen to those. Um, yeah, I definitely appreciate everybody that has listened and continue to listen and support the Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, stay tuned, more podcasts every week. I promise I'm going to be on point with it. Um, I'm not going to let this go because this is something that helps me therapeutically to talk, okay? Um, and uh, like I said, man, check me out on, on Facebook at Castle Williams, Castle Williams Online, uh, CastleWilliams.com. And uh, that's spelled C-A-S-A-N-O-V-A, Williams. If you don't know how to spell Williams, then don't be listening to me. All right? Well, I'll talk to you all later. And uh, catch me every Sunday on on the Culture Radio. Uh, I believe it's at 8 o'clock. We may move that. Not quite sure. But definitely go to cultureradio.com. And you can check out the times. If this is updated or changed, it will be on there. Okay? Talk to you later. Bye.